What did right. you say? French fries? Huh? All right, let's do this. <laughs> let's roll. We need French fries, so let's get out of here. Welcome to Flipping Off, a purpose-driven podcast about flipping houses and making a difference. Hey, everybody. <laughs> I didn't know who was opening. I guess it's me because I got the finger pointed at me. I mean, not the, you know what I mean. <laughs> All right. I got the um, the sign. All right. So, um, Melina Boswell here along with my um, beautiful, wonderful husband, Dave Boswell. Aww. Say hi. Aww. I was just hearing you say beautiful and wonderful. I was like, who should, I thought you were going to say Oscar. No. Oh, no. <laughs> No, he's a hot hunk. <laughs> oh gosh! Uh, All right. Cut, edit, no, take two, uh, rewind, on. rewind. Uh, come on! And with um, Oscar Solaris. Hey there. And we have a special guest today. One of our students, um, Monica Barrios. Hello, everybody. Mm. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, so this is the first time that we are starting a, a a trend, if you will, I guess. It's something that I've had the heart to do, which is to spotlight um, a student, and not for any particular reason. So I was saying earlier, it's really simple to, you know, bring on a student who just got a check, you know, who just closed their first deal, who, you know, whatever, um, or who's closed lots of deals. And so my my, my feeling was that, it's important for club members to hear from other club members that are like in the trenches, right? That yeah. are that are in the middle of their journey. That are um, people who who we see. Um, when I say we, I mean like leadership. When I when I look around and I see people that are that I think are are solid people that are, um, you know, committed. other committed. Mm. Um, you know, somebody who I, um, people who I think are a contribution to the club in terms of like who we are, what we stand for, what we do, mm. and that are really willing to, you know, and I think, you know, engage in the, in the journey because mm. that's the most difficult part. Most people I believe have the, don't have the stomach to stay in. And, uh, and I feel like so much of what I'm, what I've been feeling Maybe because it's 2018 and it's a it's a new year and and there's just a lot of things happening. Um, I've been feeling this or hearing, you know, the words just stay in, mm. and I think most people don't have the, you know, the wherewithal, the, you know, you know what I'm saying. The insight as to what it looks like to even stay in because you're talking about a lot of things. Yeah. So. We so I, I don't know Monica all that well. I see mm -hmm. her in class, and I told her actually she does a really good job at hiding. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> so we did a little bit of a little bit of um, a pre-interview, if you will, before we came in here to sit down because I wanted to really get some. You know, I want I want students to be able to each and every podcast is standalone and and make sure that it's not just us in here having a conversation. That's just like we're talking, but right. like they need a nugget. They need something to take away, something that can be applicable to not only the brand new student, but the student that's been here for a year. Maybe the student's been here for five years or the student's been here since the beginning, whatever. And we all go through peaks and valleys, every single one of us. So there's, you know, Melina and I are not immune to that. Nope. Oscar's not immune to that. You know, um, anyone in here with any sort of level of success in their small business they're being an entrepreneur it's going to have its ups and downs right mm -hmm. and so <clears throat> part of having monica in here is that um 
you've been here now, you're working into year three? Yes, starting my third year. Starting your third year. So three years as a club member. And so there were some very interesting things that I'm going to want you to talk about with um, the listeners out there that I think are important. They're important for Melina and I to hear um, because it gives us insight. Um, because when we're up teaching and training, hearing those things from you that you're willing to share gives us an understanding of, of other people's processes and how they hear things. Melina says something, you heard it differently, right? Yes. You heard it through your life experience and your filter and so forth. And then, you know, we're saying things one way and we want to make sure that we try to, to, to capture, you know, as much of our audience and make it applicable as much as possible because we really do want to have people have success. Like we're not sitting here recording a podcast because we have nothing better to do, you know? Um, I've got a laundry list of things that I would I could be doing right now and, and knowing that this is something that is very important that we need to do. So given that, um, why don't either Oscar or Melina, why don't you share um, the initial conversation you had with me as to why you pitched me on the idea of let's bring Monica in here. Sure. So <clears throat> for me, I think uh, – so I've been working with Monica for – six, seven months now, right, Where, because of a property that we're working on together and, and doing. But what really stood out to me was um, a couple of classes ago, Melina was teaching, and there was a conversation, there was some dialogue going on in the classroom, and um, somehow, some way, Monica ended up with the microphone in her hand <laughs> and was asked to share. And, and just the the level of clarity that she had in what she was sharing really set me back a little bit, right? And and it, w- it was really cool to hear you share that. And I don't want to go into the details of what you share because it's, it's, it's entirely up to you if you want to share that again. And I think we're going to touch on a few things anyways, but it was really, it was heartfelt. And it was something that, if I remember correctly, there was a, r- a bit of a round of applause that, that took place after she spoke because what you shared really affected and impacted people that were sitting in class. And it really had to do with your journey uh, the struggles that you faced, um, how you were able to stick to it, even though you were, you know, you were facing some things in, in life, and here you are today still, right? You're in, working into your third year. So to me, that, you know, Melina was talking about people that exemplify who we are as a club. Mm-hmm. That is it for me, right? Is that person that commits, that is willing to put in the effort, the time, and continue to move forward regardless of what is thrown their way. So that's that's really what what sparked it for me is that it made sense to to bring Monica in and let the rest of the folks really hear this from her. And would you add anything to that, honey? No, I think that's I think that's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. Okay, so let's 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 talk a little bit about that. So Monica, you you were saying um, earlier prior to joining the club in your business, you were the boss. Correct. <laughs> I used to manage a team of you know four hundred people at times. Okay. So I'm used to people just doing whatever I say. So you're the boss. Go get it done. Correct. <laughs> okay. So you, you came with an expectation that when people s- say they're going to do something, they're actually going to do it. Yes. If you commit <laughs> to showing up at a certain time, you're there on time or early. Right. Okay. And so you come in and you dive all in. And when I say dive all in, you're involved in partner curriculum You're involved in classes, first year, 
first year, what's that look like for you? So first year, I didn't know anything about real estate. And during RPP, Melina said, come to every class, repeat them, show up for everything and door knock consistently. That's what I did. I was like, it's going to work for you. You're going to be successful as long as you do what she says. Um, what I didn't realize is how hard it was going to be every single day to show up. So every single day I wanted to quit at moments more than others <laughs> because she doesn't really detail exactly how hard it is. And I don't think you can until you're actually in it and you feel depressed every day because you're not making improvements with your conversations. Uh, people say they're going to door knock with you. They don't. And then you start door knocking with somebody and you realize that they don't really want this. They want something else. And then you're back to square one. Um, so it, it does get very depressing. You have stress from your loved ones. You know, you got to make money. What's going on? You're always gone. Mm. You're not bringing anything back. So it does get difficult. And it's like, how can you keep showing up? And it just, for me, it started simple with commitment. So I think if everybody can at least fully commit and get through those difficult times, they'll have a chance, hmm. you know? And, you know, Melina has said it a few times, you know, like, why aren't you waking up early and starting your business earlier if you don't have the time? And I was like, I'm already doing that. Like, I'm up at 5 a.m. in the morning, and what else do I need to do? You know, it's like, I'm doing everything she says, and still not coming, still not coming. Um, unfortunately, I missed the big piece of developing myself, um, you know, that confidence, the men mental... Um, piece that I was missing. And they kept talking about the mindset, the mindset. Well, unless you know what the mindset is, you're not going to have the right mindset. Hmm. So I remember early on, Dave suggested a book about the mindset. And I got this book. I'm like, I'm going to read it because I do everything you guys tell me. I opened this <laughs> book and it was like, it was in a different language. And I was like, I, I don't understand this book. Like it's in English, but I don't understand this millionaire mindset. I believe it was. And I was like, what? is that I need something simple so I did find a simple book somebody recommended the one thing I was like this is English like <laughs> commit focus what do you focus on make the time to do it do it I'm like that's my book right there let's <laughs> just focus on this right now <laughs> that's what I went with um you know as time went on kind of started getting the mindset thing down I showed up to the uh, mastermind meetings and I said no matter what I'm going to talk at the mastermind meeting my first mastermind meeting, I said one thing. I'm here to make money. Mm. That's where my mind was. 100% where my mind was. And I actually forgot it. Um, but another club member brought it up like, I don't know, eight months later. <laughs> and I felt all uncomfortable like, dang, I said that? Um, mm. But it was. It was really about where I was at. That was my only goal. I had to make money. I had to, you know, bring food to the table. Mm. Um, but that's also what got me through every single day. Mm. Every single time that somebody told me, no, a deal didn't work, somebody didn't show up, you know, I just, I stayed committed. I have to make this work. I already invested money in it. I already invested time in it. Mm. I'm not a quitter. I wasn't raised that way. So just, you know, keep doing what they tell you. And whenever I felt like something was wrong and I go to class and I'll be like, oh, that's it. Melina said, don't take on too many leads. You're going to, you know, lose track. And then, so I could find my answers in class. I was just missing the big piece of the mindset. So the personal development piece that we talk about and at what point did you start going to the mastermind meetings? From was the that, beginning. From the beginning. Yeah. And so 
And when you went there, your first initial thought was, I'm only here to make money. Yeah, because I didn't quite understand the mindset thing. Sure. I couldn't see that far into the future of being that successful. Yeah. Do you think that would be a, a common struggle you would hear from other students as well? Like you've door knocked with a lot of people. You've met a lot of students. Would you think that would be a, a common a common thought process for them? I'm here. I need to make money. Yeah, I think it's with everybody. Everybody's there just to make money. Yeah. And until they get to that place where their mindset is right, then they can see exactly how much more they can do besides just make money. Right. Hmm, interesting. And so that took you, because of who you are and your personality and your commitment for the year, right? So the first year, you're just coming to class. I'm just plugging along. Got to be frustrated at the same time. Yes. Got to be somewhat depressing. Yes. Yes. So you're still doing it. Right. Yes, because one of the things I did notice, I pay very close attention, nobody ever talks about the first year. They talk about success in their second year. Mm. So I was like, I, it would be unreasonable to think I'm going to have success in my first year when I don't know anything. Very good. So the difficulty came more in my second year when I'm like, wait, mm. I should be like Oscars numbers. Like, come on, at least give me like a little bit of Oscars <laughs> numbers, right? <laughs> right. You know, it's a, it, what you're talking about is actually – something we've seen a, a lot. People, they always want to come in. They'll identify with somebody or some something. Like, this person did X, so I want to be able to do X as well. And and the the intangible or the variable that we can't, we, Melina and I cannot go to somebody. That's why we can't tell somebody statistics. We can't say, if you do this, this will happen. Because if it was some sort of algorithm or formula, then everybody would have the same result, right? <laughs> and so you're first year of I'm going out and I need to make money. So certainly would you think that affected like when you were talking to homeowners, the conversations and the different things that happen when you're looking at them and all you see is a dollar sign, do you think that probably hurt some of those potential leads? Um, it could have. I think more my challenge was the confidence in what I was capable of doing. Mm. So I'm not, I wasn't, yes, I, in the back of my mind I always had I need money. Yeah. But I also knew that I had enough to get by for that year. So I wasn't so much chasing that. But do I have that confidence of, you know what, I can really help you save your home. Mm. Like, I'm that good. <laughs> I'm not. You know, like, I don't have that. Like, uh -huh. who am I? So you're leaning, on, you're leaning on you because you were the boss always. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know enough about real estate to really be confident about saving your home or figuring out a way to make this a good thing for you. Mm. And that's the kind of confidence that I lacked. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I went there, I wanted to help people. Like, I'm not, you know, a shady person. Right. But can I really do it? Mm, okay. And you've also, you were grabbing anybody to basically go door knocking with. Yes. There wasn't like, you want to go, let's just go. Mm -hmm. and, how, and you said you didn't like that. That didn't work out too well for you. You know, the hardest part for me was them not showing up. Because I've worked with some really good people that are actually highly intelligent and could be so successful if they would just commit to it. Oh. Isn't People that the that most are, amazing thing? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, right? Yep. And <laughs> it's, it's hard when you see it in them and they don't see it in themselves. Mm -hmm. And you're like, do you realize, like, you had that conversation, you can see the full deal, you can see how you can help them, everything, but yet you don't show up. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Frustrating, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's tough because that's the I mean, thing Melina and I have... Mm -hmm learned over years that like 
hear one of the very first things out of my mouth on Friday morning when people come is I'm looking for people that are committed because I can't take time on that person that's not committed. They have all the skill set in the world, right? They can be able to to talk to anybody, be fantastic at delivering the information, but if they don't do it on a consistent basis and stay committed, there's there's no long-term business that's there. So you get through that. And some things start to shift, right? So tell me about some shifts that happen. What else? Because you're you're observant. So I would say you were somebody that was hiding, the way I would put mm-hmm. it, right? Mm-hmm. You, you're you're there. I know you're there, mm-hmm. but I, I see you as hiding because you're not. There's no like a lot of interaction and so forth. So, but you're observing. So what are the things that's like a year and a half goes in? You said I started noticing some things I need to change, and I'm making some observations. What what, what were those like? Give us some insights there. So I started knowing that my conversations were better, you know, and everybody said when your conversations start getting better, the deal is going to come. Hold on, hold on. How did they get better? (laughs) I had more confidence in my capabilities of helping people. Okay. How did you get there? I just kept helping people. So I, by this time I had called Keep You Home California for people, helped them fill out applications, helped them fax their paperwork. So it was more like experience. Mm-hmm. Oh, so the experience. Oh, <laughs> wait. So hold on. That might be a nugget. There's a light bulb for everybody. So the ex- the confidence came from the experience. Mm-hmm. So you even get when the experiences were, we could call it, we could call them negative experiences. I got told no, this didn't work out, or whatever. You were still learning from all those experiences. Yes. Right. Even the non-committed door knocking partner that showed up didn't showed up you learn from even those conversations. Right. So do we realize that like we're the sum total of all of our experiences? Yes. We took all of our experiences and that's who you are today. Yes. Yeah, everybody get that? Mm-hmm. So it's really a big nugget for so many people. If they could just stay committed, right? Doesn't mean you do the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over, right? You have to continue to apply. So you came to class, you heard things that you said, oh, I got that. Right, because I guarantee you heard things differently in year two than you heard in year one. Correct. Right. But you heard Melina say a lot of the same things. Yeah. And you heard a lot of the coaches say a lot of the same things. Yes. And yes. you're still seeing the same coaches going out and doing it and having results and and closing more more leads. Correct. And so you said, "Okay, I need to shift." What? I didn't actually hear you say you shifted anything. You said, "Well, I just got more confident." Well, how did that happen? Mm-hmm. Does the confidence switch come on? No. And then you turn it off? No. 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 It stays there. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it, at some point, it, it, it was there. Yeah. I I just, it was there and it was there. I don't know if it was a big notice, but I just noticed that I could see more and I could see more of what was really going on, what I really needed to do. Um things that were probably in front of my face all the time that I just didn't realize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so it, it's true. Gosh, and, and this is totally off where, honey, you say a lot in class and you talk about like, you, our students don't realize how much they know. Yes, yes. The ones that repeat and come mm-hmm. back and stay plugged in, you don't realize what you're actually, because you stay committed and you kept coming to class and you kept doing it, we're, we're talking Japanese to you probably for the first six months, mm-hmm. right? Yes. I have no idea what the heck these things are talking about. You are just talking about the book and whether it was in English or not. It's the same thing that happens here. But at some point, that that level of saturation starts happening. You start seeing it. You have your own li- 
own leads that you're applying the information to, right? And then all of a sudden you're like, I woke up with confidence today. <laughs> <laughs> and we all Beautiful laugh at thing. that, but we, it, that's not really what happened. No. It's kind of like that awakening moment, though, when you realize it, though. You, sure. That's exactly right. Sure. Mm-hmm. And that's a, huge, that's a huge part of what we're talking about right now is that if, if students, whoever's listening to this, if you can get that that doesn't happen, that's not magic, that like Melina doesn't give you a pill at class and then you wake up the next day and you have confidence or you feel like this. So some of the things that are happening, you get the experiences of seeing other people have the success. Mm-hmm. We don't only talk about success in our club. Mm-hmm. We talk about the failures yep. and where deals fell apart and why they fell apart and mm-hmm. those types of things. So you're getting all of that immersed into you. But because you stayed plugged in, mm-hmm. you sit here today. Yep. Right. Yep. That's such a big deal. Like, I just want to just drop the mic right now and be like, I know. That was it. All right. Well, I know. Good job. Call <laughs> it. <today. laughs> Let's go. Pretty Let's nice. go eat. <laughs> so, no, it's great. It's fantastic because she said it and she didn't even know she said it. And she didn't even know that because she hadn't said that earlier. So, what are people that are listening right now and you're going to sit back and go, okay, so, you're observant, right? By your own admission, I'm observant. What did you observe in that year one, year two? What did you observe about the people that had, what would you classify as the people that had success that were closing deals, right? Because you mentioned, gosh, I would come, I'd see this student, then I wouldn't see him again. Or I'd see him six months later. Or this person's there and then this person's not there. What would you see? Like, what, if you're going to give me a few traits of like, what do these people do? What do they do that, you know? So the people that were being successful were showing up regularly and working their business. So you saw them all the time? I saw them all the time. Right. And when you say working their business, what were they doing? They were door knocking, um, partnering with a lot of people, talking to Melina about this or that. Okay. All right. Anything else? Um, I think that's about it. When you say partnering with a lot of people... Do you see them partnering with a lot of people that come and go? Not partnering for their benefit, more for the new person's benefit. I'm going to say new because most new people go. Uh, <laughs> but they did try to convince them to stay and work the program. Right. But other than that, you know, they weren't getting anything so much out of those students. Mm-hmm. So, so they're working with the cream that rises to the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you're listening to this and like you're lazy and don't want to do anything, don't join our club. So what about um, the, what about the person that is already a club member? And um, because you know what, Monica, I, I love how you can say certain things that I can't necessarily say. You know, like I could say things to you now because we have that relationship, but there are certain things I won't say. Um, but I know people don't actually do what I teach them to do. Right? People right. don't go out door knocking. And it's not easy. I know in the beginning, you know, things were different for me being my own boss. Mm-hmm. And I did. I had to tell myself, get your ass off the couch. Right. What are you doing? Right. You know? And, you know, getting my own desk was huge for me because kept me away from couch. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's awesome. You know? Unplug the TV. Yeah. Who uh, needs TV? Uh, and that's like the worst thing, you know? Uh-huh. I, 
I was raised Catholic, raised in a private school, and they said the TV's the devil, and I think it is. <laughs> it, if we didn't have it, we would be more successful. It's, I agree. You know, um, yeah. now I can't even watch TV without getting bored. It drives me insane. Um, awesome. I don't, you know, I used to spend Saturdays watching football all day long, mm-hmm. um, and I watched two recorded games this year. Wow. Right after class, because I had to go to class, and then afterwards I went home and I watched them. That was it. Mm. I mean, I could have lived without it. Mm. That's so like but. that is like like that's huge. That is so big because that's a that is a giant shift in your life that most people don't have the the discipline, I believe, to do, and yet people will. Um, they will say they 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 do. They mm-hmm. will they will make all those statements. They will make all these commitments. But the reality is, when the rubber meets the road, right? People aren't willing to give up the TV. Like literally, just give up the TV. Isn't that incredible? Yes. That's why that's why you don't get the commitment. That would be why your frustration was there because those people were not committed. In, and like you said, committed to the same level or even just the word committed, right? Like, <laughs> yes. like make at some commitment at any level. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's tough. This business is not, it's, it's not easy. Nope. You know? No and business is though. I, 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 I always say that, like what name a business that was so easy that you'd make so much money that, uh, you know, life would just be simple. And if that exists, then everybody would do it and then nobody would make any money. That's exactly right. So there, you know, I'm glad that it's hard. Yeah. You no. Know? It, and it's not, when I say it's hard, it's actually not hard. It's very simple. The processes are very simple. Yes. You know, it's just not easy because it doesn't come easy and it shouldn't come easy. And so, but people like yourself, that's what makes it worthwhile as well. That's when Melina says, I'm looking for solid people, solid people of character who say they're going to do what they're going to do despite how they feel. And when I feel like quitting every day, right, (laughs) and I feel like I don't want to get off the couch or I don't want to, you know, shift to my desk or whatever the case may be. A lot of people, unfortunately, we see them. We call them retreads, too. Mm-hmm. They'll come in, and uh, five years ago they were here, and they're like, oh, my gosh, you guys are still here. <laughs> like, this club has grown. Like, what happened? <laughs> we're like, um, we keep closing real estate deals. Mm-hmm. Well, how are you doing that? Uh, well, we've just been implementing systems that we've been doing for the last five years. So where have you been? Well, I went to all these different seminars, mm-hmm. and they sold me, like, special secret sauce, and then I realized that there is no special secret sauce. The secret sauce is finding those other people that can lift you up when you're down, right? We can get together. We can make commitments. We can lock arms, right? Obviously, you guys are talking about working on the house you're working on together. That's been, I mean, it's been a journey, right? It's not like it's been like <laughs> an over, overnight. Apparently, nothing is going to be yeah, really yeah, easy for you, Monica, because, you know, overnight. you have such a... A journey yeah. is a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not overnight. It's not any of that stuff, but it's like, but that's who I want to do business with. Me too. That, that's the most amazing thing. I mean, the experiences that you guys are getting right now in that deal are amazing. They're, yeah. they're, and this is really, in my opinion, where real character, you know, is built and that's, that's what I see happening in Monica. I see Monica as a person of absolute character. Hmm. So It's yeah. very, very cool. You know, I, I, I appreciate exa- everything that she said. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but the thing that really stands out to me is when, well, a couple things. One is forget about committing to my level. Just commit, right? right. We can work with that. Mm-hmm. Great. But the other she was talking about is showing up, being where you said you're going to be, and being on time. And I know unequivocally, right, mm-hmm. through this project, when I say, hey, Monica, we need to go do this, she's absolutely there. Mm-hmm. She never misses it. 
oftentimes she beats me there because she'll get there 10 minutes ahead of me mm-hmm. and I'm getting there early. It's like, okay, well, we'll, t- we'll chat. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> it's been a lot of growth, a lot of experience that she's picked up through the process because, mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking permits, we're talking mm-hmm. historical. Yeah. There's so many different variables in this, uh, this deal that it's a, it's a great lesson, right? Mm-hmm. And I think I've seen a change in you because of all these things too, right? As just as time has taken place over in 2017, it, it definitely, it was a different Monica showing up. <clears throat> and then earlier we were talking about, because you said, uh, Dave, she, she does a good, she's done a good job hiding, mm-hmm. right? And that's not the Monica I see today. Right. Right, and, and that's obviously a choice that you made. So maybe share a little bit of what, what drove that choice? Right? What made you finally come to terms with yourself and say, this is who I'm going to be now. So I believe you were there in the mastermind with us when I talked about my real why now that I finally got to it. Um, in the beginning, you know, we're supposed to have this why that's not child-related. Um, I didn't understand that at the time. I'm like, what is Melina talking about? My why is my kids. Like, if I can't take care of them, I don't, I don't understand this thing. Um, and as time went on, I was like, what is the why? What is, if it's not that, then what is she talking about? And I started noticing when you become your own boss, but you hold yourself accountable, you get happier because you know what's going on. There's nobody, you know, doing something shady on the side to you and you don't understand it. It's you doing something to yourself. Mm. So as I got happy, I'm like, oh, okay, this is more like a why that I can feel happiness. I'm doing better at home. My relationships are getting better. I don't have all that craziness, you know. I have stress, but I know exactly where it's coming from. I know who's causing it. Um, And then I read a book because now I read books. Um, (laughs) And it helped me go a couple more steps deeper to my why. And my why ended up being related back to my purpose, which is awakening worth in others. I'm like, this is why I do it. This is why I get so frustrated when people don't show up because now I can't be happy. (laughs) Because knocking on doors does not make me happy. I mean, it's great when I can help somebody. Don't get me wrong. But that's not what really makes me happy. It's the conversation in the car Mm -hmm. talking about how we're going to level up, how you can do all this and how you can be successful and all that. That's where I'm happy. So I did talk about that in the mastermind last time where I finally figured that light bulb um, and how everything's tied together and, you know, I'm out of the darkness. So I try to build my plan around 2018 on that. Mm. So I had a meeting in December with my partners and, you know, try to work on that and gave them certain activities to do to see if I could enlighten them before the meeting. I got some challenges this year coming up, but, I, you know, if I can just stay with that and still do my business, it, it's going to be good. Mm. I'm going to be happy. And that's part of what the class, you know, trying to talk more. And it's easier for me to talk when I know what I'm talking about. Sure. You know, and I'm like, I need to share this. Like, this light bulb went off. I need to share it. And I did. I, was, yeah. I think I was, like, the first one to talk. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. I don't even know if they knew what I was talking about. <laughs> some of them looked glazed, but. <laughs> it's okay. Know, if that's one okay. person got it, I'm good. Like, that's, that was my whole purpose. You never know when they say, eight months ago I heard you say this. Yep. You'll be shocked. Just like you just did. Yeah, like that first one. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, uh. Right. Yeah. Well, I can, I can tell you that at that Mastering the Mindset meeting, that actually already happened. Mm-hmm. Where I had somebody come up to me and say, I wasn't sure I, I should be here. I'm ready to give up. I just can't stay committed. 
but I had a conversation with Monica, mm-hmm. and she said, come to the Master Mi- Mastering the Mindset meeting. Just be there. I, I promise you it's going to work, and you're going to be fine. So she did, and she left. She came in, honestly, watery, watery eyes, just broken down, and left, revitalized, rejuvenated, ready to go do things again. So that effect is already happening, right, which is I love to see that. I love, I love to see our club members step into that role of leading the way, hmm. right? the leadership side of things. Yeah. Um, Monica, you are 100% awakening worth. That is absolutely who you are. And I am so, so happy for you that you have identified it and that now you're living it. It's like, it's just amazing. So I'm, I couldn't be happier. Well, congrats. Um, Thank you. Um, grateful that you're here this morning thank you for taking the time to come share with us and and um not not paint like this rosy picture of you know all this is just going to be you know easy overnight and even the journey that you thought it was going to be easy overnight and you wanted it to be easy (laughs) overnight but you stayed the course and now being in deal with oscar and and i'm sure that's one of many to come you know, mm-hmm. based on your mindset and based mm-hmm. on who you're showing up to be now. So mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. And at the same time, I'm ready for lunch. I don't know about any of you guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, this has been great and uh, very fulfilling for me as well. So, yeah. Awesome. So we will catch you guys next time. All right. Boswell's are uh, flipping out. <laughs> flipping out. Flipping out. <laughs> flipping, flipping, eating. Eating. Something.